Nothing wrong with that. Welcome to the Crappier Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, 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 hey. What's up, Wells? Hey. How you doing? I'm How you doing, doing just fine. Doing all right? Yeah. It's a good thing we record every two weeks because uh, <laughs> I'm going to be tired after the last, the next recording. Are you? Yeah. All right. Uh, so, I mean, I'm usually tired when we get done. That's just because I spend, you know, like a couple hours carrying you all. <laughs> Show recommendation. Irony. Show recommendation. Oh, oh. History of the World Part Two. Oh yes, I watched it. Okay, okay. I was a little behind on it, but um, I finally got into it. It it is it is fine. I find that if you binge it, however, it becomes very obvious that there were three people involved in this show. Yes, and they had Mel Brooks' blessing. Yes, uh, yeah. And I haven't binged it. It basically is like we'll do an episode a week type of video. Yeah. Um, I just finished Silo. Uh, two great episodes to start the series. A bunch of filler in the middle, and then the ending was pretty decent. That's the new Apple TV yeah. show. Okay. Yeah. And uh, also uh, Beef. Beef. Uh, it's, it's a Netflix show. Um, two people have like a, a road rage incident, and then you know like, it was just like. It's a it's an interesting show that doesn't follow any of the normal steps, and so it was just. So is it, was, it like crashing the movie no. or the TV show? No, it was just it's just different, and it's okay for me. It was like it's neat to see like original content that isn't just a rehash or a reboot or a reskin or another reality show or whatever. But that, Ugh, and we're about to get a ton of those. Also, we talked about Jerry Duty, right? The TV show, yeah, yeah, Jerry Duty. Real good. I've I've heard about it. It's it's an interesting concept. It's 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 quite funny. That's worth the time. Cool. I think you should leave as well. Oh yes. Have, are you? Have you gotten through season three? No, not yet. Oh, Again, s- slow playing that one because oh my god, it's it can be a lot to take. I guess yeah, you, I get yeah. You. Just know that to, when it to me it's not, but to yeah. her it's like this is this is a little when you much. get to season three. Just know I'm trying to do something. Okay. I'm trying to do something. Wells, you don't watch television. You just watch your road rules thing. The challenge? Yeah, there you we go. We watch other things other than the challenge. I, I did see a, a fun movie the other day called Cooties. It's a zombie movie with a, a whole bunch of teachers at a, a school, but the, the zombies are the kids. Okay. So the teachers are like locked into the teacher's lounge and like trying to figure out how they're going to escape. Like, all these third graders outside that are like flesh eating zombies. How how high were you? Mm. <laughs> more than zero, less than zero. But it's like, but it's like more, more than one, less than one. The, it's a whole bunch of like funny people in it. Like okay, I, it, it's just a good comedy. You go through the IMDb and you're like, oh, oh damn, like this person's in it. Like yep, and not for long. Oh, fair enough. But you know, Elijah Woods just out here, you know, doing right. his thing. Okay, well, now I'm in. Uh, you know what's not in? It's what's that? Gen Z. They oh, don't like to drink, apparently, at concerts. Man, I feel like they take everything that could be good and have a problem with it. Yeah. Um, All right, why aren't they drinking at concerts, Josh? Well, number it's, one... It's have, expensive. I was going to say, have you? I know you don't go to concerts very much, and neither do I, but... I know, like, Wells and I and our, we're taking a couple's date to go see Tenacious D. Nice. And I will be pre-gaming in the parking lot. Because you have to. Because I know how expensive beer at PNC is. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, like, I went to, uh, what's the outdoor one? Uh, uh, 
It's not PNC. Uptown uh, Amphitheater? Over, over by VBGB. Uptown Amphitheater? Okay. Yeah, sure. Because it's yep. changed names. It's called something else. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. changed names a couple of times. I was there, and it's probably been four or five years ago, and it was like a $10 beer. And yep. I mean, whatever. But, you know, like I don't... I know you can buy food and drink when you go to the movies. I don't do that either. So I, you know, like, so I'm, I'm going to ask because I'm being, I'm going to be a little consternatious this episode. Shocker, I know, so off brand for me. Gen Z is drinking less at concerts. I don't drink at concerts. If I went, okay, I don't drink um, at the movie theaters. I'll go there. The buddy. So, like, why is this news? Both of those venue, both of those things, I do drink at okay. them. Um, well, used to. I don't really go to the movies anymore because the movie theater I liked has closed down. Um, I haven't been to a concert since the last time Wells and I went to a concert, but I did get a couple of beers at the show. Although my wallet was like, what are you doing? Please but your stop. liver was like, go, 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 go. Yeah. Just please shut your mouth. Gently. I agree with you. Why is this news? But overall, uh, having, I, I guess, technically a Gen Z, um, He's not of legal drinking age yet, but it's not something that they do a whole lot. It's weird. But also, like, you know, as a early 20-something, were you going to concerts and drinking? Oh, absolutely not. No. Okay, so no. so again, I go back to like, okay, so so first off, you know, I feel like... Because most of the time I would have to drive an hour and a half yeah. to get back home. So yeah, but, no. But like, like us, maybe not Wells, us as old man Twitter here, you know, have been spending how many years bashing the Gen Z millennial crew for spending $9 on avocado toast? Yes. They And, and what is it? You're like, oh, you could be doing so much more with your money. They finally get fiscally responsible and suddenly this is news. I just feel like this is like low hanging, easy, you know, like chat GPT, Gen Z concerts go. <laughs> I don't know. Fair enough. But I mean, Wells, as the avid concert goer of the three of us. Yeah. Do you drink at every show that you go to, or is it periodically? Does it depend on the band? Oh, man, I really shouldn't out myself like this, but here we go. Um, Basic bitch beer. A lot of the... So I'll drink like a beer, maybe two. Okay. Definitely a water. Okay. Um, Because especially with some bands that I like to go see... um, I don't want You to, might not be in the, the, the normal state of mind, I, so to I speak. I might not just... I don't contact high is a bitch, isn't it? No, no. <laughs> I'm not getting... These, this is not contact high. You can't contact high. I was, try, I was trying to help um, you out, man. I I, I, I'm not going out there and trying to dance with like a six-pack sloshing around. You know what okay, I mean? Okay, fair enough. Like the thought of... This keg. Uh, well, fuck, I know. Uh... This just doesn't appeal to me. Like okay. that, I I enjoy beer in like a social setting, right? But if I'm at a concert, especially one that goes for three, three and a half hours, yeah. If I'm drinking like throughout the whole thing, I'm going to need to go to the bathroom, and if I have to and go, that's pee, a bad deal. I'm missing music. Yep, right. And, and I'm not doing and, that. I'm yeah. not paying this kind of thing. Also, when you paid like eighteen hundred dollars for Taylor Swift tickets, not you because I know you got a better deal. But like you know, for the Gen Zs. 
you know, they're going all in for the Taylor Swift, yeah. right. you know, spend all my money on tickets. I can't buy beer. Right. I mean, I did spend like $800 on three pairs of tickets for <laughs> fish for a weekend. For a but weekend. Like, for a weekend. And it's like yeah, really, and, and, and and those are like five hour shows. So. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, well, five hour shows. That's like one song. Yes, maybe two. <laughs> yeah, but, maybe two. But I'm not like. And another thing, like drinking, like I'm trying to remember things. Since when? Stop. <laughs> uh, especially like something that only happens like less than a handful of times a year. Right. Like, I'm trying to be sure it may be in an elevated headspace yes. or a whatever. But the last thing I'm trying to do is have some sort of memory loss yeah. that I get from over-consuming alcohol. Yeah. Like the, the concept of drinking at a, a concert is just foreign to me. Well, and I was going to say, so like when we do the Tenacious D thing, like I will be pre-gaming in the parking lot, and then once I go inside, it's water. Because yeah. I, I, I want to remember that night. Yeah. I want to enjoy it. And I don't want to pay $20 for a fucking yingling. Yeah. Like I'm not doing that, yeah. or like so, twenty five dollars for a like a Bud Light Limerita. right? So I, I I agree with Jeff. Like this isn't just the Gen Z thing. This is normal fucking human behavior because you are a. It's like all the airport trips that I've been taking lately. Yeah, you're a fucking captive audience in this place, so they can charge you whatever the fuck they want. And I just refuse to pay it. So, so to me, that phenomenon is like it's like healthcare. Healthcare prices are built around the idea that you have insurance because they're going to make their money off the insurance company, right? Airports and and to a lesser extent concerts, but places like that jack Stadiums, up their rates yeah. because they assume you're not paying out of pocket. You have an expense account. You have a corporate card. And that's the money they want. Really? I, th- I, I don't have any data to back this up. That's just my wild theory. Okay. Because like when I was in... I wonder if I can expense my Tenacious D concert now. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, like I said, maybe concerts aren't the right thing for that. Sporting but, events, absolutely, yes. But but like, yeah, sporting events and, and again, like, you know, airport, like we can do the whole like, oh, well, you know, it costs money to get it in the airport. Eh, it doesn't cost that much. No, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't cost... <laughs> So I had a fucking Bojangles sandwich and some rounds. Fourteen dollars. Yeah. Help, help me understand. And especially, you know, like if I would imagine that Bojangles had a line. Oh yeah, and it was probably line. like that the majority of the day. There's no reason they are making so much money on that place. Oh yeah, hand over fist. Anyway, yeah. I'll, I'll stop. Well, so, this is going to get really ranty, by the I, way, this I, whole episode. Oh, God. Welcome and, to show two. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to the wait, wait until, oh, dear listener, wait until we get to the la- I'm last two articles. It. The last two articles. We'll be drinking will, up your samples here so we can get into the heavy stuff. Is, <laughs> All right. is, is pretty bad. But to the Gen Z point, like this just isn't just Gen Z. They're saying like, no. like 25% of college students, of Gen Z college students, don't drink, whereas that was 20% for my generation. <clears throat> but is it that they don't drink or they just don't drink at concerts? No, because don't it, drink alcohol. And that's like, that's okay because it's, sure. a, you know, like suppose uh, like uh, athletic brewing, you know, number six, yeah. you know, like, yeah. like new brewery, like whatever, like there's, <clears throat> there's a lot of 
momentum behind cutting out alcohol and yep. being more healthy and or good for them. It's it's cutting out alcohol, but it's marijuana, which arguably is probably healthier, healthier and safer than a lifetime of drinking. Oh yeah, I would much rather take a thirty-five milligram gummy and go to a concert and then be fine to drive at the end of the concert than drink throughout the show and guess who can't drive anymore? Yeah, be shit-faced, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Wells. Yo. North Carolina. We we like our beer here. Oh, yeah. So this is... Um, I, I trust these numbers. It's weird. Uh, this is a, an offshoot. Uh, the beer Serves America is, is the website, and this is a... National Beer and Wine Wholesalers Association uh, publication, but they do uh, a pretty thorough analysis on what economic impact beer has on the job market. Okay. And the... uh, Use your words. I know, that's the problem. I have too many of them trying to get out at the same time. (laughs) It's okay. So we're looking at, in North Carolina, uh, more than 75,000 jobs, and that's everywhere from like like barley growers to maltsters to bottle shop employees to brewery employees, tap room. Which, can can I say that feels kind of small? I would have thought it would have been bigger. 75,000 jobs. That's what she said. Yeah. Um, and adds $12.8 billion to the North Carolina economy. That's Which pretty is, That's huge, but yeah. I would have thought we'd have more than that, just especially when, you know, Asheville is beer capital USA. and Charlotte's no slouch. Yes, Charlotte is absolutely no slouch. Um, I mean, the Triangle, all the Raleigh-Durham, you know, all that stuff. There's a lot of growth there. Yeah. We've got stuff out on the coast as well. Yeah, you know? I mean, we've, we've got beer all over this fucking state. So, but we also have a lot of dry spots, and and I mean like dry is in like no alcohol allowed, but I mean right. just like you know we're talking about the big metro areas and how they yeah have beer. that's true, but then you can drive for an hour and not be close to anything. Yeah, that's very true. So I'm looking at the total report: seventy five thousand eighty two jobs. This is just North Carolina. Uh, total wages and benefits: three point eight billion. Wow. Total economic output twelve point eight billion, which is awesome. And total taxes paid, yes, one point eight billion. Nice, that's cool. And then uh, it does break it down by how many jobs are in production, how many are in distribution, agriculture, uh, retail, and manufacturing. And I don't know why manufacturing and brewing are separate. Separate, because to me they're the same thing. But yeah, um, you can get a by state breakdown. Um, again, this is beerservesamerica.org. Yeah, it's a wholesaler site, and I know I've kind of bumped heads with some of the wholesaling groups in North right. Carolina in the past, but look, they, they do have good numbers. So I'll give them that. Yeah, absolutely. So just think about it every time that you go out and, you know, <coughs> drink beer at a concert instead of eating a gummy that you're contributing to uh, the local economy. Um, no, you're not, but okay. Sure. <laughs> not in all cases. Not in all cases. No. Uh, what's going on in Britain? What's going on with the pint? So it's not just, oh, the pint's getting smaller. Well, 
They come in pints? So I I learned a new word thanks to this article, uh, drinkflation. That's not a new word. Whatever. That's the new buzz thing to add flation to the end of everything as if we're somehow... It's like the people who take something that people like and throw it into an AI generator and they're like, look, I did all this. Look, look, it's it's this movie as if Wes Anderson did. Like, shut up. Stop it. You're not new. Go away. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So in, in, in Britain for sure and probably in other parts too, um... Beer's getting weaker, but the price isn't going anywhere. Okay. For example, Old Speckled Hen. Uh, I, I recognize that name. Went from 5% ABV to 4.8. Yeah. And for those that don't do math, that's 4% ABV difference. Just to go from 5% to 4.8, like that's 0.2%, but that's 4% of 5.8. That's a big cut. Not yeah. a big cut, but that shit adds up if you are a medium to, I mean, at any doing any of that at scale. Yeah. But the price is staying the same. Yeah. So the, the pint, you know, liquid-wise is just 4% more water now, but it doesn't cost you anymore. Well, cost them less to make it. Their whole thing is, well, we're... We're experiencing like this, that, and the other, and like higher costs, and we're trying to pass it along to the customer as much. Sure. But what I'm also noticing, like at least in like shrinkflation, right? The, the other uh, buzzword that we're seeing a lot, uh, serving sizes of goods are just getting smaller across yep. the board, but the price is staying the same. Especially yep. package. Like yep. Package sizes yes. are getting smaller. The, the container may get. Not so much in the beer world, but just like in the regular grocery world, the package size changes, and it like Gatorade is real bad about that. You're like, oh, I'm getting this this larger bottle. No, no, it's actually less less liquid than you had before. But we just kind of take it. I'd almost that's rather... why Powerade is king. Sure, it's gross. Arizona tea is king. Shit's ninety nine cents forever <laughs> until it's not. It's until dollar, it's not, it's dollar twenty nine. The thing is, I like to me this is sneaky and underhanded, and they'll be like, "Well, we t- we 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 will put out a press release." Like, yeah, but people shouldn't have to proactively read <laughs> to know that you've subtly changed your product. Yeah. How about and hear me out? You just charge more for it. Now, I know that's not popular. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to pay more for Girl Scout cookies, especially when every year there are less and less cookies in that box to the point that I no longer, like I hate to say this, I will no longer support the Girl Scouts. I'll buy the you know Keebler knockoffs on the shelf because they're cheaper. They're around all year long. Yeah. And it's a whole thing, but whatever. No, no, no. I totally get it. And, and yeah, definitely the economy... The scale of economy shit has gotten absolutely crazy, and some of this stuff is shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. Um, now that they're starting to do this to beer, I'm not happy about it, but part of me is like, am I really going to pay more for this? But also, like, how often would you even notice slash care? Like, let's say, for the sake of argument, so... Um, point. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Yes. A beer that you have 
been a fan of for years and years and years and years and years, and you've mm-hmm. made it very clear that's a beer that you love. Yeah. If you found out that they had cut, you know, gone from whatever they are, dropped 0.4% ABV, would you stop buying it? Probably not. Exactly. I, I probably wouldn't even know unless somebody pointed it out to me or yeah. I actually looked at the can and went, But even oh, wait. if they did, but even if you knew it was less, you're going to imbibe the things that you enjoy. Especially if you can't tell a difference. True. Right? Like, the customer can't tell a difference on, like, a 4% uh, difference in the malt bill. Like, probably not. But it just feels super weird to me. Correct. Um, because, yeah, the, the bottles or cans aren't getting smaller. Like, there's, they'll still be in a, a pint format. Like, you, you can't just... Wow. Jeff's having trouble over here. Almost. You can't, uh, like, suddenly make a pint smaller, but you can't stretch the pint. Right. Right. And things are taxed in the UK by the alcohol content, too. Yes. So, so that's not, a- not only are they saving, you know, 4% malt cost, but they're probably saving, you know, like, a equal amount in terms of tax uh, savings, but the price of the pint hasn't gone down at all. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. I'm just sick of it. Like, let's just blow this whole thing up and start over. Is that this one? I don't know, man. I mean, I, <clears throat> I'm not far behind you there. Uh, Illinois. We love to, love to talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, weird beer news and laws and things like that. Yeah. Illinois has started a ruling that basically says that you can't place alcohol near soft drinks. Which okay. I'm all for because we're we're going in a direction where it's hard sweet tea yep. and hard ranch water and hard what, Mountain Dew, hard Mountain Dew, and this is hard cherry cola. Bud Light's got that whole Bud Seltzer, and they're all. But I'm not like there isn't a non-alcoholic Bud Seltzer uh, for me to get confused by. But I could get confused if as a, a patron, uh, hard Mountain Dew versus regular. Because dang those. Two things look uh, eerily creepy. Like uh, bullshit. Okay. How could you not tell the difference between a fucking hard Mountain Dew and a Mountain Dew? Lab- Label wise, like okay. But here's the thing: there's going to be ABV printed on it. The second you see that word, your brain should go. This has got booze. Right. I I don't understand. And I haven't been in a lot of Illinois grocery stores, but I've been in a handful of Illinois bottle shops, and they don't typically carry, you know, soft drinks. Sure. Well, this is more for grocery, gas, gas state convenience stores. Sure. C-stores. And, and so, like, I'll ask the dumb question, why is this even an issue? Well, all right. So, Wells said something that really kind of resonated with me, uh, especially around here in North Carolina. Alcohol and, and, and soda drinks are typically a few aisles away at least. Yeah. Most of the Harris Cedars I go to. But you go into a C store and holy shit, do you feel like you're an alcoholic because half of it is alcohol and all I'm trying to do is grab an energy drink. Yep. And I'm like, why is all this shit so close? Yep. And so Illinois has stepped in with some sort of emergency decree that just says, you know what, non-alcoholic flavor like non-alcoholic regular ass sunny d needs to be kept away from sunny d and vodka 
damn it. And that's it. Man. Which and I, I mean, it makes sense. It, it makes sense, and I'm but kind of disappointed. Stuff that, and the, I love purple stuff. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> team purple stuff. No, no, no. It makes sense, uh, at least convenience store wise. Again, grocery stores. I've never been into an Illinois grocery store, so I cannot confirm nor deny. I know here in the state of North Carolina, at least most of the places that I go, alcohol and soda are clearly on different aisles and different parts of the store. So. You know, there's no confusing the hard Mountain Dew versus the Mountain Dew and all that shit. But yep. C-Store, yeah. It, it feels weird that we need this. And I think that that's just... kind of where I'm at. I'm like, why, well, do, we, why it, do we need it, this? it feels weird, but then not your father's root beer was a big, huge fucking thing. And imagine if it still was. Oh, yeah. Imagine if not your father's root beer was like too, like, like store, like cold doors to the left. Right next to the A and W, and somebody's like, "Oh, cool! Not your father's root beer." And then they give it to their kid. Like, make them go past. Like, okay, cool. This is the booze section. Yeah, this is the not booze section. Uh, I would hate it if I was a. I'd hate it if I was a parent. But I would hate it if I was a parent and like. I'd hate it if you were a parent. <laughs> I, I I would hate it if you were my parent. I'm gonna be a great uncle. Damn it! But father, no, no, that's not for me. Uh but I'd feel so bad if I was just not paying attention and gave my kid like an alcoholic beverage by accident. Yeah. So hopefully this, I mean, cry nanny state all you want to, but you know, I mean, this one, I ain't too mad at it. But, but again, like I don't understand why this, I don't have a problem with them wanting to have separation. I'm trying to figure out how we got to this point that they needed to pass a law saying that they need to have separation. Well, because everywhere else is pretty smart about like you keep your shit separate. The end. All like, right, offspring. Got to keep them separated. All right, what's going on in Greenville? Oh man. Okay, so <laughs> what's going on in Greenville, South Carolina? Uh, there's a real estate project. Okay, cool. That's is it on the riverfront? I have no idea. Of course, it I, is. I, I, <laughs> And, and it's going to be called the Greenville County Square, and it's going to be a billion-dollar development, which cool. kind of blows my mind that you can spend a billion dollars on development in Greenville, South Carolina, but cool. I, um, have you been to Greenville, South Carolina in a while? It's about a year ago. Especially uh, like the downtown area? No. Okay. That, I, has I been, that has been hugely under construction yes. for a long time, yep. and it has been very quickly turning into a huge deal. Yeah. Okay. So there's a big development, this, that, and the other going on, and oh, being anchored by Whole Foods. So this Whole is going to be in Sheepaw Town. Got it. Um, but anyway, they're going to be another anchor restaurant slash uh, brewery concept with the Palmetto Brewing Company. You know, with local Palmetto Brewing Company beer. Oh. And I'm Correct me if like, I'm wrong. Wasn't Palmetto acquired by Catawba, who was acquired by the New Orleans place, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and all that got shut down? Uh-huh. Cool. So I don't know if all of it's gotten shut down. In fact, I don't know. So obviously the Catawba Morganton location has been closed, and like White Zombie production, everything got shuffled off to Louisiana. I. I think Palmetto is still making their beer, but for them to say, like, oh, it's local Palmetto 
beer. And I'm sitting here like, it's like three hours away. Somebody got sold. That's not local. Yeah-ish. When you, when it's right down I-26. We've gotten overly thirsty emails from new breweries opening like an hour away in Columbia. Yes. Yes, we have. That would make way more sense, but probably don't have the money. And I would imagine that's the play here. This is this huge development, and Palmetto is the South Carolina brand of the New Orleans Saints owners, whatever, who has the money yep. to make a nice spot. Yeah, this one kind of frustrated me. Like Once you kind of know how to read press releases and certain articles, it's like, geez, like the local? This is just buzzwords that y'all are like, throwing around I, whatever i i don't spend a lot of time in greenville I, I think it's a decently strong yes that greenville that was one of their brandings for oh god yeah oh, did, did you did you see their juneteenth ads no okay um do <laughs> yourself look look that up later um let's just say it didn't go according to plan huh color me shocked continue continue forward, or please. or caucasian you shocked <laughs> Yikes! Next story. <laughs> Next story. Oh man, we just. Oh, this should have come after the uh, after the UK one. Yeah, I should have. Why has the price of my beer changed over time, Wells? That's my fault. Well, because shrinkflation. Ah, oh, no more shrinkflation <laughs> or trinkflation. So everybody's raising prices, and this just goes in like uh, exactly by how much and. So if Doink the Clown gets bigger, does that make it Doinkflation? Yes. All right, cool. Uh, uh, and Dinkflation when it shrinks. I, I, from be careful about having more. Yeah. From April 2022 through the next April 2023, uh, beer prices have risen uh, 5.9% and are up overall since the year 2000, 72%. I see the bullet point here. Beer yes. makers such as Anheuser-Busch and Molson Coors have raised prices on many of their popular beers, like, you know, Bud Light. Which, by the way, somehow we managed to skip that story. It's still, like, it's it's never going to die. Well, no, no, no. I, I, it was in the show notes, and, yeah. and none said, of us talked about... I said, move it to show two, and then I think you just killed it. It's oh. fun. Oh, shit. What you want? What, were you, do you have things to say about the Bud Lights? I mean, I can as soon as we finish talking about this. Yes, please. I'm down. Yep. So uh, the price of beer bought at retail locations uh, has risen 5.9%, um, whereas inflation over the same period is 4.9%, whereas if you're drinking uh, distilled liquor and wine, you're doing much better. Uh, prices of those uh, distilled uh, liquor and wine, you're looking at a 1% to 2.5% um, price increase there much smaller than the increased price in beer. Gotcha. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, uh, in the city of Townsville. And Heiser-Busch continues to bleed a little bit. Um, they are now no longer the number one selling beer brand in America. That That's Modelo. Oh, I wonder why. Because one person got one damn can of beer, and I'm sick and fucking tired of talking about it. This is just, it's trash. Like th- th- this whole like, <laughs> and who owns Modelo? Constellation. 
Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I I forget which one AM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back five. Yeah, no, I, I get where you were going with that, but I was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's the. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. constellation. Uh, who gives a flying fuck? Really, 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 really. Yeah. Fuck so, off. I mean, well, you know what they but, say: go woke, go broke. Oh my god! All gas, no brakes. So just in just in May, uh. AB sold two hundred and ninety-seven million dollars worth of Bud Light in a, in a four-week period. Two hundred ninety-seven million dollars—that's a lot of that's money. That's a lot of money. Woo-hoo. Whereas Modelo came in same same uh, time frame with three hundred and thirty-three million in sales. So well, thirty-six million dollars more—about what? That's that's maybe like eleven percent more, or or twelve. As I like to say, Cinco de Mayo. Wait, what? Huh? That does white get people clicks like on my website. White people like tacos now, and beer, and now, they like to appropriate dates. No, this is so. If you want to go percentage wise, uh, AB did take a real big hit. Bud Light had a twenty three percent drop. It's still two hundred ninety seven million dollars. Oh my god! Could you imagine on a bad day, Sierra Nevada makes that kind of money? Jesus Christ! Even or even in a month, like. You're you're doing a quarter billion dollars in sales, and that's like bad. You're, yeah, you're downtrending. I can't, but like I can't believe it. But so I mean, like Modelo's we, up fifteen percent over the same time frame. But we love to do this thing of the sky is falling, beer is dying, wine and spirits and drugs and everything else <laughs> are going to come. They're coming in in the in in in, in the, the transgender are coming to take our beer and uh, and it's like uh, like like again like it it kills me that for so many years people couldn't be bothered to care about their beer where it comes from and what that company stands for. I could care less about the the transgender influencer who cares? I'm more like to me, and, and here's a conspiracy theory for you. I half wonder if they didn't do this on purpose to distract from all the other bullshit that they do over the course of a year. Pay to play anybody? I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, we've been not on this show. We've been boycotting Budweiser since before it was cool. Yeah, exactly. Like, why in the hell? I don't care what they do with one dang person. I care what Anheuser-Busch does with their entire lineup. I care about what Anheuser-Busch does globally, locally, everything. Uh, They aren't good business partners. If you're not in their business, they are the enemy. And as supporters of independently owned, locally brewed craft beer, like I, I just don't have the the money in my budget to drink a lot of Budweiser products. I so have I, zero I in my budget. Oh, like, exactly. But I, I, I just I, think I, it's really funny, all the pearl clutching that comes out. And it's like, man, have you not been paying attention? Well, no, no, they haven't. AB has been They evil. haven't. AB has been evil forever. Yeah. And, and But now you're waking up to it. It's the, the, the issue for so many people is... They're only outraged when they're told to be outraged and what to be outraged about. Yep. And this whole thing was like, oh, you should be outraged because this is a thing that endangers you. Like, none of them, I don't say none of them, but like a lot of people who are upset about this really can't articulate the reason other than like regurgitating what they've heard on the yep. TV, what they've read in the news. Yep. But like they can't 
do anything further than that. I can't go any deeper. They're just, it's all headlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. That's the culture we are. That's what we deserve. It is who we are. Man, like, do a little research. Come up with your own issues. Come up with your own ideas. Come up with your own. I want to boycott them for this reason. I, and, and I, you know, when, when this topic comes up with people in my conservative circles, I say, I, I boycott them because. They're predatory when it comes to tap handles. Yep. They will undercut everybody else. They are shady business people who will do whatever it takes because a fine, when they finally get caught, is easily overcome by all the money they have made in profit yep. by cheating the system. Yep. They're terrible business people who yes. don't play fair. Whoever they support... It's arbitrary. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. And don't yeah. tell me that Miller Coors is somehow better because they support everybody. That's that's breweries. Like the whole point of breweries is like like we're all here over a beer. Like it, it yeah. whatever your walk of life. Money's whatever, green. Right? I mean, we see that, you know, like June just ended and everybody switched their logos back from rainbow logos to regular logos because, yep. you know, it's a meme, but it's true. You know, oh, a thousand these percent. companies don't care about your ideals. They just care about your money. Yep. Speaking of just caring about your money, what is Sam Adams doing? Oh, God. hold on, hold on. Let me shake this uh, magic eight ball and I will tell you. Okay. Stupid shit. Oh, wow. Does that, does that eight ball say anything else other than stupid shit? Cause it shouldn't in this case. Um, it, God, I, I added this a couple weeks ago because it made me dumber to read it. <laughs> and essentially... Which you got to know well is to know that's a pretty tall task. Yeah, so and in case you're having a hard time saying no to people inviting you places, you can buy essentially a Magic 8-Ball beer can from Sam Adams... That gives you a variety of ways to say no. Because this is a marketing gimmick. And the only reason I added to this is because, like, in case we need additional things to talk about. Do we really need additional things to talk about? No, no, we didn't. I I, I threw it in because this is so stupid. Stupid. So, you know how you say... This is absolutely like Kickstarter clickbait BS. Yeah. This would be on the did it fund like, I thought of you when I read this, Josh, because yeah. like, did this fund. Not only did this essentially fund, but it they funded did twice. two rounds of this and like pre, pre-sales and it sold out twice. Get out of here. Yeah, if uh, you, you were dumb enough to buy this, you should just uh, support our Patreon. Patreon.com slash craft beer cast instead. Because uh, why? I'm, just yeah. be an adult. What, what, hey, Jeff, um, I don't want to hang out with you. No, I, I we're like, done. Like all you got to do is say I don't want to hang out with you, and I'm cool with that. Like, yeah, I, you don't need to shake up a magic eight no, ball. No, I don't. Um, what, did, did we? What, what was the cost on this thing? Did, I'm, I was uh, zoned out there for a second. What'd you? Uh, did we? I did couldn't we? even find it because okay. I went to the Sam Adams store and whatever like, the cost is. Oh, there it is. Five thirty. Five dollars and thirty cents as a nod to Sam Adams Summer Ales five point three ABV. Like I hate this. Like all this is. You're you're trying to be can, you're trying to be cute. It's coming off campy and cringe. 
I've seen skits on I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson that are easier to take than this. Right? Um, I'm trying to do something. Let me go. This is this is absolutely not necessary. Nobody's asking for this. The sad part is it's selling. Because people are stupid. Speaking of people are stupid. Oh, God. Do we, do we have to do this oh, last hell, story? Oh, hell yes. Oh. We don't have to. Uh, so, dear, dear listener, I'm going to kind of sum up this article in broad to medium strokes for you. Uh, the Fuck li- off. The, the link to this is going to be on our show notes. I urge you to not give them clicks because this is kind of what they want. This is this, out, is this is outrage. This is outrage bait. Yeah, this 100%. is this is clickbait porn. This is here to get you to click on it because you can't believe what they're about to say. Yeah. So there is no better place for kids and parents than a brewery. The the nope. There's the, about a thousand. The, okay. the heading the heading on this article. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But the, the heading on this article just to set the stage. This is in the parenting section of Insider.com. The title is, It's Time We Admit It. Breweries are better than playgrounds for parents of young kids. With a very punchable face. Yes. Picture uh, right there. He doesn't, he, he's, too, he's got too much gray to have young kids. I'm sorry. I'm going to be that guy. Wow. Damn, I went gray in my, like, younger than him. So, whoops. Uh, He's got a super punchable face. So the magic about a good brewery is they have a relaxed vibe, often with picnic tables and no assigned seating. People get up and move around, and the casual setting often makes them super loud. Here's where I get grindy with my teeth. These two things are fantastic for kids. Look, I'm just going to read like the parts of the article that I want people to hear and not give them clicks. Uh, the loud conversation muffle, muffles the happy squeals or angry crying. Of your no, kids. it doesn't. No, it doesn't. False. Uh, the chill setting means Very you can false. let them move around freely. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and oh. pull games off the fucking shelf. Oh, yeah. I will never forget that day. Uh, that lets you move around freely from new walkers taking laps around the floor to toddlers playing with newfound friends. Unlike restaurants, there is no pressure to behave at a brewery. Go fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Like this is the I've ah, whatever. Uh, before someone even suggests that maybe kids should be at a playground instead of a brewery, see, I I'm just gonna read my my favorite parts of this. I, I want to turn the attention to the parents for a second. Okay, y'all are both parents. There is nothing more isolating and hard than being a parent. The days are long and sometimes never ending. Cry me a river. You came inside somebody or yeah. got came inside. Fuck off. Yep. I, I'm sorry. That does not make you special. No, I, it doesn't. I, it doesn't. At all. But, but taking kids to a brewery allows parents to do something with their kids and their friends where everyone can have fun. And I'm looking at kids at breweries acting out, screaming to get their parents' attention. And the parents are just like, oh, go run and play over there. Here's the thing. Breweries are inherently industrial production facilities. Yes. And I've seen kids go like, oh, we're just going to ignore this little yellow rope that separates the production part of things. And we're just going to like go play a game in a production area of a brewery where, I don't know, there's caustic, where there's chemicals laying around, acid, 
where there's hot things, yeah, boiling water, where there's you know some little kid's gonna be like, oh, I wonder what turning this valve does. Yeah, it empties an entire. Oh, did you dump an entire bright tank? Ooh, Ooh. was that your barrel aged stout that you've been holding for eighteen months? Yeah, but but Jeff. Playgrounds don't allow the same dynamic sure. because someone is always running away or trying to touch a dead squirrel or putting things in their mouth that they shouldn't. I mean, it's better than touching a dead child because it like accidentally dumped, you know, like parasitic acid all over themselves or, yeah, or sure. accidentally like opened the valve on the hot liquor tank. Whoops. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That's Toasty. 240 dirty water coming out at you. Um, at, at breweries, kids are confined, and there's generally always food, so when in doubt, hand your kid a snack and everybody's happy. Okay, I'm done crib- reading the article. Who's happy? Who's happy about this? Nobody. And I... I want to strangle this person that wrote this fucking article because I will never forget the two examples of one of the breweries that I really love and respect in the city that Wells and... Jeff and Wells were part of one. Wells and I were part of another experience of a game getting pulled out and dumped all over the floor, parents ignoring it, and then another time when we went and the kid was just running back and forth and I wanted to stick my foot out and trip that kid so fucking bad because they were just screaming and carrying on and we're all trying to have a conversation and we can't because somebody's uncontrollable fucking kid is there. Yep. And that's bullshit the the okay maybe not the worst but definitely on the mount rushmore of worst brewery experiences i've ever had uh came but thanks to whatever a a plaza midwood mommies group that that met up on a thursday uh at a certain brewery in the woods and 20 children free roaming around this place running laps around picnic tables that the mommies group had blocked off. They're free range children at this point. And I'm at the bar trying to order a beer and a small child comes up and grabs two handfuls of my ass. What the fuck? And I'm, and to be fair, Wells has a luscious ass. I, I do. It's one of my best features. But that said, I don't want an eight-year-old no. up in my business. You don't want anybody up in your business, let alone an eight-year-old child. I mean, unless you're willing to buy me a beer first, but even maybe the eight-year-old doesn't have any money, and I'm, I'm like, I'm turning around like, who am I going to have to hit? Right. And this, it's this small child that immediately disappears into you the pack. You should have still punched him. But by the time I turned around and... The, they disappeared because another group of six kids ran up with them, and then I didn't know which one it was. And I, I definitely, them all. but I don't know. Teach them all a lesson. But I don't know like who the parent is either. Like Th- there's, that's there's the problem. No, there's no accountability. None. And, None. And if you're reading this article, God, if you listen to the show and you're reading this article and you're like, "Well, yo, I've never even thought about taking my kids to a brewery." Stop listening to our show. But, yeah. So like, okay. I, I don't need this type of entitlement. Nope. So I understand and dogs too while we're at it. So 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 I understand from the perspective of the individual here, breweries for the parents are better than a playground because they can drink. Full stop. Yeah. That's really what this all comes well, down to. Well, there's something to do for, for parents and kids. Right? 
but, but there's but nothing to do there like, for so, kids. So, so I'm I'm probably thinking about the same Plaza Midwood Brewery that you're thinking of, and it's not really organized, designed, laid out like breweries have enough to worry about. They're not setting up, you know, like the Chick Fil A playground for your kids to play at. Yep. So I understand you want to go someplace and have a beer, and like I get it. I have two kids. They were young at one time. Really? And believe it or not, we were able to go out and, and enjoy a public meal without them running around like crazy because we actually took care of them. And to your point, Josh, it's the same as dogs. I don't take issue with you bringing your dog to a brewery. I take issue with you bringing your, I don't say ill-tempered, but untrained, yeah. untrained unmannered dog to a brewery and you're just letting them bark yep because believe it or not and again i uh, of of no offense josh but of the three of us i feel like i've got the most parenting experience here no you do you have two kids he has one i have zero yes okay i i understand you want a break but also, nobody wants to hear your baby, whether it's an actual human baby or a fur baby. Nobody wants to hear them going off, causing ruckus, and interrupting their thing. Like, you don't bring a baby to a movie theater. And I know people do this shit. Oh, God. It, it is not okay. No. I mean, I'm sorry that you feel like you deserve to get out and take a break. Hire a babysitter. Yep. Hire, like... I'm, I'm, I'm ranty here. Do it. If you cannot go out without taking your cat, I'm sorry, dog, because you have this five pound rat yeah. that really might as well be a cat. But I can't go anywhere with the uh, little fluffy. They get a, a separation. Exit. Like that pet controls you. Yep. You are not a parent. A parent, parents, their individual child baby animal whatever the case may be i'm not here to shame the parents who can't have kids or don't want to have kids and they just right. want to have pets and that's fine but there's a social contract we all take when we go out into public i don't walk around drop my pants no and run around like crazy and say oh well i'm sorry i'm just like i'm just i i needed a break like, that's not okay. No, it's Why not. Why is it okay for you to let your dog run crazy? Why is it okay for you to let your dog bark? Or like, let your kids, snot-nosed kids, run around? When, when, when my kids were small and we were out someplace, and I'm talking whether it's a store, a restaurant, or whatever, if they started having a meltdown, we would take them outside. Yep. Because we didn't want everybody else to have to suffer. It's yep. our child. It's not theirs. They shouldn't have to suffer. Yep. Why were, like, what, what was special about us that we understood how to behave in society and nobody else seems to want to do that? I, I don't get it either. And, you know, as long as I have, you know, we have done this podcast and I have known you, I have never once had a negative experience with you or your kids in a brewery because nine times out of ten, they aren't with you to begin with. And and the rare times that they are, they're you're paying attention to their needs. Like they yes. aren't like like they aren't being like sit in the corner and read your damn book. Like they just do their thing quietly. It's Ex- awesome. Exactly. 
I, I would have no problem with either kids or dogs in a brewery if people would have fucking responsibility for them, but yep. they don't. And that's what pisses me off to no end. And, and It I've, ruins places for me. I, it really does. I try to come at this from a place of just mutual understanding and respect. Like, but you, mutual you, respect isn't a thing that people have anymore. No, it's not. And, and the second, like, you do you, I'll do me, and that's cool. But the second that my good time interferes on your good time, yep. I, I'm in the wrong. The second that your kids interfere with my good time, they're in the wrong. Yep. It's as simple as that. Yep. Like, you do you, let me do me. Yep. I won't bother you if you don't bother me. But the second that your little eight-year-old comes up and grabs two handfuls of my ass, I, I'm going to hit him. Yeah. And then I'm going to be the bad guy. Yep. You are, and you shouldn't be. But you are. And that's what irritates me is... And so I understand you're in the wrong. Like there was that period where there was a big deal in Charlotte because they they pretty much banned dogs yeah. from breweries. And I especially understand it when there's like food service issues involved. Bingo. And and again, you wouldn't assume that you would have the same problem with children because in theory they're not getting into that kind of stuff. But I got to believe if you're at Salud, The Buzz, Common Market, any of our three favorite places, and somebody brings in their infant and the infant goes running into the kitchen and starts knocking stuff over, I have a pretty sneaking suspicion that 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 parent's going to get a talking to and be asked to either never come back again, also to pay for whatever got destroyed. Right. But also, don't come back again. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's just... It's, it's mind-boggling because... This entitlement is really what it comes down to for you're, me. You're, no, 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 you're 100% right. And, you know, I can think of all the times I've been to Salute. I can think of all the times I've been to Common Market. I don't see that same activity in those places as I do in breweries. And that's what is just mind-boggling to me. I think parents that go to bottle shops are smarter i think because there's so much product on the shelves in package oh glass bottles glass bottles like oh your your kid wants to go and knock down like six wine bottles yeah you're on the hook yeah like things add up real quick yeah and i guess for that breweries are safer than bottle shops but but like you said they're not breweries aren't safe places inherently like you let your kid just like run off and whatever and again breweries are at their heart industrial yeah they're fucking production facilities so there's there's so much that can go wrong there's so so many different ways to get injured to get killed quickly in a brewery i mean like you wouldn't let your kids run rampant around a restaurant or a bakery. No. Or any of that kind of stuff. But if None. it's a brewery, suddenly it's okay. Because mom and... So, so what it really comes down to, and again, this is an entitlement issue. Mom and dad want to get drunk. Yeah, mom and dad want to get their drink they, on with and, and their like, kid. And, and like, yeah. okay, look, um, I'm going to make some gross generalizations here that are, that are probably way off base. But I got to believe that in a lot of these cases, these are parents 
of a small child living in an apartment who need to get out of the walls. I get it. I understand it. And it's more comfortable for them to go and, and go to a brewery because then they can have beer. Because you can't just drink outside of the playground. I mean, you can. You can, but then you're degenerate. Right. Much better to go to a brewery and let your child run around like an a-hole. That's the other thing. Like, oh, my God. So, I, 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 again, we can ran on this for hours. Again, like, I, I feel like, and we've, we've talked about this topic a number of times over the course of the almost 10 years that we've been recording this show. If you want to take your child or your pet to a brewery, that's up to you. I'm not here to say don't do it. I'm just asking that you have some consideration for everyone else. Because typically, in my experience, and I'm sure you two are the same if you haven't already said it in a different way, the kids that are running around, you see their parents and they're just like dead-eyed drinking. And I'm like, that's not a safe environment. Nope. So maybe the move is going forward. We just start calling CPS <laughs> in, the, in the pound. Because like, thank you. Hello, CPS. I'm sitting here at a brewery and these parents are absolutely not paying attention to their kids while they're housing the $9 double IPA from this brewery. I don't know that they are going to be safe to drive. I'm concerned for this child's safety. Problem solved. Boom. Normalized narking. Let's go and to break. And on that moment, let's go to break. It's time for buy no buy. Well, how does that work? Oh man, Woo. well we've had a, a minute to kind of calm ourselves down after that. Yeah. Last no, little... I'm still angry. By the <laughs> oh, way, man. after some ranty stories. So uh, we've been drinking beer throughout the show, in case you haven't gathered. And now we're going to tell you about our beers uh, using the easiest possible thing that we can think of. Would we buy it? Would we not buy it? Jeff, kick us off. All right, up from Monday night, the most recent Charlotte entry into the brewery market. Tap rooms where kids are allowed, but please keep them under control. Yes. Speaking of, this is called Bright Idea. (laughs) This is a contemporary Pilsner. I had this on tap while uh, we were there for the uh, opening night. Loved it. Um, and, and having it now again, like I absolutely love it. Like there was somebody within our circle that was like, I don't even understand who wants Monday night here. I do for these kinds of beers, this beer, taco night, death Raptor, juice Raptor, the, uh, cabbage one, the lettuce, space lettuce in astronomical cabbage or whatever it was called. Tiger, uh, tiger ate my father and. How I and like yeah, why, why do people want money out here? Yeah, we'll just give you like twenty reasons. Yeah, and also like if you don't want them to be here, that's fine. I'm sorry, it's competition. You don't have to drink them. That's fine. I, you know, and, and like and, and what really sucked was they only had a couple of their barrel aged beers on tap. Yeah, um, I was, that is kind of a bummer. I was really hoping to get some of their Seven Deadly Sins, Seven uh, Deadly Stouts. Se- yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, Seven Barrel Blend. Yeah. Did not have any yes, bottles please. there. Yeah, did not have any bottle there. 
back to the nature at hand. Bright idea, contemporary pilsner. Uh, love this beer. Big buy. Absolutely delicious in these hot times. Can I offer you a contemporary pilsner in, in these, these hot, hot and sweaty times? times? Wells. Wells. Bright idea. It's it's light. It's crisp. It's clear. It finishes easy. It's super easy drinking. I, I mean, we we picked up a six pack of this, and it's all I could do over the last week, week just to hold on to this one can. It's man. Uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't ask anything, and it just gives me so much joy. This is a summertime crusher, and I love it. Josh, it's chill. It's fresh. It's Noah's Arcade. It's what? Noah's Arcade. Wayne's World. Wayne's it's, World. It's chill. It's fresh. It's Noah's Arcade. Man, I, I need to go back and watch Wayne's World. Yes, like you I, do. I, I'm familiar with the beats of Wayne's World. I don't remember that specific part, and now I'm ashamed. It's okay. Uh, this is a damn good beer, and I'm jealous that you two got to try it on tap. Uh, you will get to try yes. it soon enough. Let's soon go. enough. I tell you what. Let's. It's about ten days from now. Let's go. Okay, I'm in. About. All right. Sucks to suck, Wells. Whatever, I'll be at fish. So, yeah. Sucks to suck fish, Wells. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy this, Jeff. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up. So um, I, I'm on the mailing list for Revolution and um, <laughs> Big Shock, right? And uh, um, one came through uh, and it had like, like they do a lot of like comic book art kind of things for their uh, anti-hero variants. And, and they've and, even produced a comic book. And, and, and so they had one for this particular beer. And they, you had the opportunity to sign up and get an actual physical print of the comic. So I got it, of course. I gave it to Josh because yep. he's our local comic book nerd. Um, and then lo and behold, I, I didn't really imagine I would get the beer. Lo and behold, um, while back in my hometown, they had it. This was filled May 10th. Wow. So we're, we're was that six weeks? Yeah. You know, uh, this is Infinity Hero, and I uh, uh, a, has next gen hops with a juicy citrus flavor. It has a nectaron in it. I can't remember what the others were. Um, I, I like this a lot. Um, it's it's not going to be like I want to drink this all day every day, but uh, it actually works really well for me. It is juicy without being super hazy. Um, so many of these anti-hero variants can be misses, but I like this one a lot, so I'm going to buy. Wells? Must be exhausting always rooting for the anti-hero. Yeah, well. It's you. Hi. You're the problem. It's you. Except this beer isn't a problem. This is, I mean, it's a nice little IPA. Um, real easy drinking, clean, sneaky seven. Shit. Okay, cool. No, I like it. I, even a, a bad Revolution IPA, to me, is still a good idea. It's still better than a three on Untapped, right? Oh, my God. Josh, what do you think? So here's the fun thing about Rev. You always think, like, Straight Jacket and some of these other beers. All the barrel Oh, I'm definitely here. thinking Straight Jacket. Right? And, and then you get stuff like this, and you're like, holy shit. I kind of forget that these guys know how to make fucking IPAs, too. Yep. And goddamn, this is delicious. Like... It's nice, melony, ripe, a little danky. Yeah, I could like like there's 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 some kind of fruit in there, and I don't know if it's like I don't know if it what I saw nectar on. If I'm thinking nectarine, if that's what's going on there, it's a little melony. I can't quite place it. Yeah, but I mean, goddamn, that's good. Absolute buy. 
Next beer up. Next beer up. Um, was that the buzz on my normal Thursday night? And uh, Thursday night is can night. And so I grabbed this new can of burial, had a pint of it. And I'm like, all right, I'm buying a four pack and I'm bringing one on the show. This is Burial's experiential projections derived from transcendental thought. But it's a West Coast style IPA. And I really enjoy it. Again, so much so that I bought a four pack to bring. That you'll it never on. get to buy again. Right. But I but I bought this one. Yeah. So um, I like it. It is it is West Coasty um, just enough, but it's still burial. I like I like this beer. I'm gonna buy. Well this is the thing. It's West Coasty, but just enough. And I think now I'm gonna say I'm buying this beer. Yep. Let me just start there. Yep. However, if you Come. were to crack open this can while you had a draft pour in front of you and you poured them in the side by side glasses, they look different and they taste different. Oh yeah? Promise. Okay. I believe. So I don't know what in the world they do or don't do during their production process or their packaging process really, but I'm kind of done buying West Coast cans from Revolution. I will not Revolution from Burial, but I'll hundred percent buy it on draft. Facetiously, I will say that my guess is that they can't figure out how to make the same beer twice. But how is a package, how is it that I can buy a four pack after having it on draft and I take it home and it it looks different? That's But you had that with that two brothers beer or little brothers or side brothers. Or the, the little brother beer was clear. This one, But you were like, it was a different beer than the, the one of them. You were like, this is a different beer than what I had at yeah, the brewery. And I didn't buy it. I'm just saying. I will buy this. It's a thing. But it's one of those like new, new like new West Coast IPAs. I, I don't. It's all good. I have questions about when when they can. Yep. Because they should be canning first and then packaging second and whatever. I mean, it's fresh. It's only like three weeks old. Josh. I mean, it's a West Coast burial. Like, it's good. Um, June 15th. Wow. To your point. Three weeks. Wow. Three weeks. Uh, I actually have a four pack sitting in my little tower of four packs of this beer, and I'm very excited that I have four more to go through. So, yeah, I'll buy this. Peace be with you. Next beer up. Next beer up. Um, Sometimes you see a beer and you just grab it, and you're like, well, we'll just see what happens. Um, It was back in Indiana, and uh, I see the El Segundo logo, and so help me, it's Steve Austin's. Broken Skull Double IPA. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah! I was excited. It has a uh, best buy date of September 1st. This is a Midland Double IPA. I don't don't love it. It's kind of like that uh, zombie ice. This will not be my first beer at any point. But it's fine. No buy. Wells, Wells. I'd rather have the burial. Uh, not a buy. Like, honestly, how many of these, like, broken skull beers are there? Like, I, I went Well, there's look, this and the regular one. Yeah. But there's also, like, a lager. 
Like what? there's a whole broken skull, whatever. Oh, so now, he's branding himself. Okay, cool. pretty much. So, now you're going to ask where this was made. Where was this made? Um, it was made by Two Roads in Stratford. Stratford, really? Connecticut. So we've had them New Realm mm-hmm. out of Virginia. Yep. This is so. This is definitely not. We're contract brewing. Oh, yeah. Which we're, again, like you know, good for Two Roads, but you mean, I just like it's not. And I'm not saying that the actual like El Segundo version would somehow be that much better. It's it's fine. It's just I don't. I bought it because the wallet was open and I was buying shit. And <laughs> right. I saw this and I'm like, it says Best Buy November or September first. I'm just gonna go ahead and grab some. It's it, another gamble. Yep. Another one that didn't pay off. Josh, thoughts. So, um, no kidding. Get back from Jamaica, and immediately, well, uno momento, uh, immediately stop at Common Market on the way home. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, they had one, one four pack of something from Toppling Goliath. It wasn't old, actually. It was sure um, May when it was canned, so not super old sure. compared yep. to what you found. And I saw this as well. And I was like, okay, we're, we're, we're doing this now. But, you know, hey, I didn't hate the Broken Skull. Um, ultimately decided to pass on it because I was like, eh, there's better local options. You know, don't get me wrong. The, the beer's, it, it's solid at best. Uh, and it's fun to be able to drink a beer from Stone Cold, like. That is the bottom line. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you guys. This is just kind of middling at best. It's not terrible by any stretch of the imagination. It's just, eh. So, yeah, I'm going to know by it. Next beer up. Right on. Next beer up. Um, So, as I'm going back to Indiana, I get this text from my aunt who lives in Chicago. And she's like, hey, I'm coming down from Chicago for the anniversary party. Anything you want. And I'm like, cool, 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 cool. Um, let me pull up my most recent Revolution email. Hey, uh, I was really excited about this beer that they released literally as Blackford was heading down this way and he didn't get a chance to grab any of it. But of all of their anti-hero series, they came out with a West Coast hero, a West Coast IPA anti-hero. And I'm like, if you could find that, that'd be awesome. Right. I get a text from her a couple days later. She's like, I got some. I'm like, yes. Success kid. Success kid. Um, so this is revolution. So, and then I, ironically enough, as I'm hitting my normal haunts in my hometown, I found these and I got another four pack blind. Hadn't tried it yet. So then a friend of ours was like, mm, yes, I'm at revolution and their IPs are, are middling at best. I cracked this beer open warm. And like almost hate drank it because I was just so angry about it. And uh, Josh is my witness. I was three beers deep at that point. Yes, you were. It was the only beer I had over a four day span. <laughs> so I was feeling it. Um, I had some thoughts. I really like this beer. Um, it is very pineapple in the nose. Um, it is clean. It is clear. It may not hit all of the metrics of a classic West Coast. It's not 
as resiny or piney as you might want. But uh, I think the idea of this was that they were really kind of aiming for um, a West Coast like. Um, I love this beer. I, I have two four packs of it. I, I say two four packs. I've got about five cans left. I love this beer. I'm a big fan. I'm a big buy. Wells. 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 Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, can you pour a little? Oh, bit? I am. Yeah, yeah. Wells. Ah. Uh, I mean, damn. This is pretty good. Uh, why isn't there more? Why does that come in a 16 ounce and the Heroes of 12? Not a, not a stovepipe? Yeah. Well, no, a, he, he's wanting like a six pack of 12 ounce cans. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I really enjoy this. Like, damn, this is a... Uh... Shoot. Shoot. Honestly, like I'm... So it... I don't have access. Like I'm not looking at all the cans that you put down in front of yourself. Like I'm not going through and like checking every single one. Like, Oh, give me a fucking break. Uh, sneaky 8%. I wouldn't give this above six and a half. Nope. Uh, it's super clean. Uh, nice bitterness. God, did I mention how super sneaky it was at 8%? Um, I'm a big buy. Damn, this is, 2.75. Easy. Yep. Josh, your thoughts? I mean, duh. Like, holy shit. Again, see previous statement about Revolution, and you kind of forget that they can do IPAs, and they can do them really fucking well sometimes. This is another one. Like, oh, goddamn. And again, like, as this beer starts to warm up, the pineapple just yeah. really oh, gets yeah. all up in your nose. Yeah. Uh, final beer up, which is not I mean, fair. So let's just go ahead and talk about another Revolution beer. So... One of the things when when uh, when, when Jason Robert were down for uh, the graduation party, he was like, "Yeah, uh, so everybody's talking about Straight Jacket this year, and how it's been the it's the best batch that they've ever done." And I'm like, "Okay," and I I like Straight Jacket, but I don't love Straight Jacket. But as I'm going around and doing my rounds, I see Straight Jacket, so I just impulsively buy a couple of four packs, and and I brought you both. A, a, a can to keep yes. in celebration of our Deep Woods, our Revolution Deep Woods season pass that we are sharing. Woohoo! So, uh, the I'm Re- very excited about that. So, so, a lot of breweries have their clubs, and, and uh, Revolution is no different. They have a club. We are guaranteed one of all of their special releases this year, good and possibly bad. I'm super nervous about the uh, mango barley wine. <laughs> Called Life Jacket? Yeah. <laughs> At least it's not strawberry. Correct. Right? Correct. And hopefully they've learned some things. But, um, again, uh, just kind of in celebration of, of our uh, joining up together for that and forming Voltron, um, I brought one of the straight jackets on for the show. Um, again, was absolutely sold on the idea that this was their best version. I have had previous versions of a straight jacket, this is the best version of straight jacket I think I've ever had. Um, it is caramely. It is, it, it isn't that like it's been sitting too long. Caramely like the, um, the Jackie O's that we had. It's just, it's, it's just right in all the right places. I love this beer easily in my top 10 and it may break top five. Um, 
big buy. Wells? I don't think this is going to end up in my top 10 in the year only because how many times can Straight Jacket end up in my top 10? All of the times. Ah, I don't know, man. Wait until you I, get, wait until you have a full pour of this on your own well, and you have time to dissect. But that's the thing. It, 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 it seems like you're just stuffing the ballot box by having like an unbelievable barley wine. But we can't just put every year straight jacket like why can't it's we? not because it's not fucking fair all right life um, isn't okay. fair sucks to everybody else get good son it, it's right? amazing uh this is gonna be like what i tapped today but it's not gonna end up in my year in review thing because how many times have i had straight jacket in my year in top 10 like two but you have to admit it's this re- is this is the best straight jacket. I've got to retire it, right? Like I just have to retire it. Yeah, retire the number, like and, and like I've done that before. Revolution was my like brewery of the year, and because I didn't feel like it was fair to everybody else. It's I, this is awesome. It's everything I want in the barrel aged barley wine. Like, if it, it makes you feel any better, I'll bring one of my cans to the off season barley wine festival. Don't waste yours. Okay, I was about to offer that. So cool. No, 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 no. <laughs> ah! I, I, I brought you both a can so that you can enjoy it on your own. Again, I bought two four packs. Okay. One I, for the show, one for me, one we'll for each of We'll do some coordinating. No, that's like. Okay. Well, because I've got something that you want to. But anyway, of course, I'm going to buy on this. Josh, what do you think? I mean, duh. Like, this is the epitome of English barley wines to me like i don't know what the fuck they're doing with this that makes it so goddamn good but how is it so hot and so smooth at the same time right like they just they hit all the fucking nails and oh my god it's so good absolute bye wells it's time for i tap that i already know what you're gonna tap well yeah because i I telegraphed it but yeah it's pretty simple of all the beers we've been drinking on the show what's the one that we want on tap on our home kegerator jeff kick us off i wonder the the obvious answer is straight jacket and it absolutely straight jacket is is easily the best beer of this lineup it also is not fair um I want a keg of that West Coast hero. Plain and simple. I would not hesitate to get a keg of the straight jacket, but I imagine the for the price point. But also, I love a West Coast IPA. I love a clean West Coast IPA. And that's it for me, bro. Well, well we already know, but go ahead and say it again. I know I'm tapping the straight jacket and I'm starting to think that I should tap the West Coast hero just because you do you, bro. Like, straight jacket's not going to end up in my year in top ten. Like, okay, it, it can't. Like, I, I've had enough straight jacket in there that just I, I need to retire it. But God, I I can't help but tap it here. I mean, you could live in that keg, right? I could live in that keg. <sighs> so good. Yeah, really. Josh, is. what are you doing? I mean, I'm with Jeff. That that West Coast is something special. Like. Holy shit, that's really fucking good. And that's saying a lot with Straight Jacket on the show. Like, that's a perfect beer. 2.75 out of 5. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, we're doing the show. Where are we at? 
Come check us out on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com where you can find links to our old episodes. But honestly, like, if you want to start the last, like, 30 or so, that's fine. Don't go back to the beginning. Like, nope. honestly, the news doesn't age well. Nope. Like, there's just nothing there for you. Like, just, you know, go back a few and, and, and start back. Yeah, um, leave it to me to, to, to create the most timeliest fucking podcast ever. We, we do have a link on there uh, that, that links to the public version of the tasting list that we go through. So you can see the beer that we've had in the past almost 10 years. So if there's a specific beer that you like or a brewery that you like, you can see which episodes we have. And maybe you just pick and choose like based off of that. Yeah. That's great. And, you know, like having all of that available... We couldn't do it without, you know, like some hosting costs. So if you want to like throw us a couple shekels on Patreon, we would love that. That's great. Yep. Thanks to all of you that do support us that way. Thanks to all of you that support us with beer trades. You know, we're just, we're, you know, we're just three guys who are doing this on our own time because we enjoy getting together every couple of weeks and drinking beer, you know, support us how you want to support us or don't. Continue to be a freeloader. Like, I get it. Yeah. I grew up in the freeware, shareware, you know, like, wares, hacks, and all that stuff. Like, yep. I get it. I don't have a problem with that. No. You do you. But if you want to support us and you can, awesome. Please do. Well, Meanwhile, Wells, where can they find you? You can find me on Napster at uh, all the Wells, apparently. No, no LimeWire? Oh, no. No Kazaa? No Kazaa. Oh, <laughs> man. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I guess you can find me on Instagram and and maybe Threads, because that's going to be a thing now. Oh, okay, cool. At all the wells, Josh, where are you? Uh, besides, right here, you can follow our subreddit slash r slash craftbeercast. Tell a friend, tell somebody you've been listening to us for all these years. Uh, word of mouth means a lot to us. So, and uh, rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. That also helps. Word like, of mouth, I love that ludicrous album. Move. <laughs> Get out the the way. way. Get out the the way. way. And uh, other than that, we will talk to you guys next Thursday.